Welcome to the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rita Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to manage just about everything, you're absolutely in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Welcome into our episode today, and I'm so glad you're here because this is our second part in our series about resentment. And the first episode, I think that was really, really powerful. In the first episode, we talked about how common it is to feel resentment. It's not just me. It's not just you. It's pretty much all of us (laughs) from what I could tell. And in our first episode on this, We talked about how our society is not set up to support working moms. So it's no wonder that we feel unappreciated and taken advantage of. I know you're doing so much every day. It feels impossible to keep up with everything. It's just impossible. We're just juggling all these balls in the air and we just pray that none of them come crashing down. And we also talked about invisible work because there's so much work that we do and we need to do it. It's important work, but it's pretty much not noticed probably by anybody else but us, but it's a lot of what we're doing. An example of invisible work is maybe remembering to sign your kids up for camp. This is really, really important but it's pretty much invisible. Nobody sees that this thought goes in your mind once a day for a month until it's done. It takes up so much space in your head because it's important and it's also invisible. And in our episode today, we're going to talk about what you can do to let go of some of that resentment, because I'm going to tell you, it is really not good for you. It is terrible for you. It festers in your body. You know, we talked about how it grows and grows. It may start small and then it gets big like a mountain and that is not good for you. My goal is for you to feel better balanced and it's hard to feel balanced if you're feeling angry and resentful all the time. So in this episode, let's learn how to let go of that feeling so you can start feeling more balanced and, of course, happier. Let's get started. Hello and welcome into our episode today. Always so good to have you listening here with me. I hope you're doing well. I hope things are going well for you. I'm doing well. As I talk to you, it's early on a Sunday morning, and I was so happy because I set my alarm, and I woke up even earlier than my alarm, and I was just so excited to come and talk to you about resentment. (laughs) I know that sounds crazy, but it's such an important topic that I literally, I jumped out of bed, and well, first I did my meditation and some yoga. And then I ran downstairs and here I am talking to you and it just feels so good because I know you're not in the room with me, but it feels like you are. It feels like we're having a back and forth discussion and I love it. 
That's what I love about podcasting because I may not hear back from you right as soon as I record this, but I know I'm going to hear back when we talk about it on Facebook, when I get emails, and it's always so exciting to hear how these topics resonate with you. You know, it's so great because often, you know, you'll just tell me you now have a sense of relief something that was bothering you and making you really, really upset, you're no longer upset about it. And that is my goal when I'm talking about resentment, because I don't know a single mom who never feels this way. You know, hopefully you don't feel this way often, but it does come up and I really want to help you let it go. So let's get into our episode. Okay, so I want you to picture the scene. I'm going to set up a scene for you. So I want you to picture this. So picture that you had a really hard day at work, whatever that means for you, you know, whatever your job is, maybe you were asked to do too much work in one day, maybe people weren't nice, whatever it was, and you just did not have a good day. And you come home And the kids are home and they are really, really tired and they do what tired kids do, which is not what adults do. They don't just rest. They get wild. They are nuts. You know, they're running around. They're fighting with their siblings. They are not behaving as you would wish them to behave, shall we say. And you have a lot to do tonight. You have to make dinner. You have to help the kids do their homework. And oh my gosh, you also have to have them settle down so they'll actually do their homework. That's probably going to be your hardest task of the evening. And oh yeah, one more thing. The family is totally out of underwear. No clean underwear. So if you don't do a wash tonight, tomorrow's not going to look pretty. (laughs) It is not going to be a good thing. But you're tired. You know, you had an awful day at work and you're feeling pretty resentful and everything, it just feels like it's too much. So here's my question I'm going to throw out at you. How can you shift from feeling resentful to feeling something a little more positive? That's a really hard question. And I have to say that this episode today wasn't easy for me to put together. And the reason why I'm talking about it, I already told you in the last episode that a bunch of people in our community at pretty much about the same time all started texting me and, you know, writing comments and telling me that they really wanted me to help them with this. And the reason why this is so hard for me to address on a podcast is because there may be so many different reasons why you feel resentful. So when I'm talking, of course, I'm talking generally, and I don't know your individual circumstance. And that's why it's hard to do a general episode. But I'm going to do my best. I'm going to share my overall strategy. And I think you'll find it helpful. And I just want to start out by saying, you know, you already know me. I am not going to give you a feel good answer that does no good. You know, (laughs) I'm not going to tell you, you know, something that's going to make you gag. Like, 
look for something to be grateful for, or, you know, count your blessings. Yuck. You know, let's get real here. You know, it's not helpful and it's not going to work. Essentially, if I did that, it would be like telling you to put a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound, which is ridiculous, of course. When somebody has a gunshot, it is offensive to say, okay, here's a Band-Aid. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So we're not going to do that. So then you're wondering, so what's the answer? If it's not a feel-good response, not like a quick affirmation, what is the answer? How is it possible to shift from being resentful when that's how you really feel? You are resentful and I don't blame you. So how do you let it go? So if you and I were working one-on-one in a coaching call, here's where I would start. I would ask you to first tell me what you're feeling resentful about. Because resentment is an overall feeling. So being specific can actually be really hard to do. So I would have you start noticing when you're feeling resentful, what are you actually resentful about? So when we started our episode, we gave an example of things that the mom could feel resentful about. But let's hone in. What exactly in the example was making her feel resentful? Was it having to do the laundry? Was it making dinner every night? Get very specific because then what we need to do is start solving each of the problems individually. You see what I'm saying? Going into this and trying to fix the resentment without being specific is like putting the bandaid on the gunshot. Going into this without being specific is like putting the bandaid on the gunshot. It's really unhelpful. You need to get as specific as you can so you can start solving the problem. Because our job is to get to the core of the problem, to fix the actual problem. Okay, so now you have what's bothering you identified. You know, maybe it's doing the laundry, whatever it is. Next, here's where I need the attitude from you. Not a bad attitude. (laughs) That's funny how I phrased it. But the positive attitude, okay? Not the fake one like we talked about at first. You know, let's be grateful even though we're upset. No, the attitude that I'm talking about is a positive attitude to say to yourself, everything is figure outable. You know, I can figure out this problem. I could figure out a solution that's going to be win-win. And I talk about your attitude because when you're filled with resentment, it could be really hard to come from a place of how do we fix it? You know, this fix it attitude. Because when you're resentful, you're not in a frame of mind, shall we say, that's conducive to fixing problems. You know, in the example we talked about where you've had the bad day and you have all this stuff to do, and let's say by 9 p.m. you are seething, that may not be the best time to talk to your spouse about fixing the problem. Because of course, it's going to turn into a fight. He or she, your partner, they think they do a lot and maybe they actually do a lot. But 
you're not in a good frame of mind to have this can-do attitude and resolve the problem. Because in your mind, you think, oh my gosh, my partner does almost nothing. (laughs) That is not going to help you solve the problem. Not helpful. And I know for many of you listening, this fight may happen pretty regularly in your household, but I want you to remember it's not your fault that you're feeling resentful. Our society is not set up for working moms. (laughs) It's far from being set up for working moms. We have too much to do and not enough resources to get everything done. So instead of coming from a place where you're blaming the other person or maybe your children, your work, whatever it is, I want you to know that the things that are causing you the resentment, they can get better. Just like everything we do on this podcast, we're going to approach each thing that's making you resentful with an attitude that it is possible to make it better. Maybe it's not going to be perfect, but with this can-do attitude, you can make it better. I don't want you having nightly fights with your spouse. That is not going to help anything. Instead, let's come at this from an attitude that everything is figure-outable. You know that expression from Marie Forleo? I love that expression. Everything is figure-outable. Because, my friend, when you have that attitude, everything is figure-outable, instead of that place of resentment and anger, that is when things start changing. You know, you can't change anything when you're so angry, when you're seething after a really, really tough day and you're filled with resentment. That is not the place to start. That is not when you start fixing things. Let's instead come from a place where you're positive, where you're thinking, okay, I got this. Let's figure out a solution to the problem. And let's go back again to the example from earlier in the episode where the mom was tired. This poor mom, who's probably you and me, this poor mom was tired from having too much to do in the office. She then had to make dinner, do laundry help her kids with homework. But here's what I'm seeing. I actually see when I step back, there is a lot of things the mom could have fixed before things got to that point. And like I said, this is what I do one-on-one, so it's a little hard to do in general. But when I'm working with a mom one-on-one, this is what we do. We go into the details and we go into every area of her life And we fix things one by one without blame, without bitterness, without feeling badly about past mistakes. We go in and we fix each part of her life so she can feel more balanced. And that also means letting go of resentment because I don't see how you can have both. I don't see how you can be filled with resentment and also feel calm and balanced and happy, it just doesn't correlate. You just can't do it. So let's use an example of what this would look like. So in our example, one of the things that the mom was resentful about 
was doing laundry on a night where she was already tired. But I ask you, we're taking a step back. Why was laundry a crisis? You know, it was a crisis. If she didn't do it that night, her kids were not going to have clean underwear. That's a crisis, you know? So I suspect that the reason why laundry was a crisis that night was because something wasn't right with her systems or something else in her life. And again, that's why addressing this in this podcast is so hard because I really need to talk to her to find out what the core problem is, what's causing the problem, because it could be something totally unrelated to laundry. Maybe, for example, she feels guilt over being a working mom, so she overschedules her Sundays with activities. You see how one problem can lead into another? So maybe the whole weekend is sports and parties and whatever it is, and she has no time for laundry. Or maybe the reason is completely different. Maybe she has a hard time following through and having her kids do their own laundry. You know, maybe her kids are teenagers and she shouldn't even be doing their laundry. You see why it's hard to get to the core issue? But finding them one by one and going in with this figureoutable attitude, that's how to resolve the resentment. Because maybe another issue, maybe she just forgot. Maybe she didn't put on her calendar that she needed to do the laundry and she didn't realize she had to do it. She simply forgot. See, that problem is so much easier to fix. (laughs) Just she needs reminders. So you've got to get to the core issue and you see how you're doing it one by one. Instead of just this cloud of resentment, you figure out what is causing the resentment and how can we fix it? Like I said, in this scenario, something wasn't right with her laundry system and this added more stress and resentment to her evening than probably she needed to have. And if she had the system right, she would have had less stress, less resentment. So it's very important to see what is causing the problem and fixing the problem. How can we make laundry easier for her? We would start addressing the core issues and fixing them one by one. And maybe it's something her spouse would start doing, you know, maybe it's something her kids would start doing. Maybe she would schedule less on Sundays so she could actually get it done without feeling guilt, you know, for not doing so much for her children. So we would address everything. And that's what I recommend for you. Figure out where's the problem? Where's the kink in the system? What is making you feel resentful? Let's use a completely different example because I want to make sure that you understand what I'm saying. So if you remember from our first episode on resentment, I confess that I felt resentful to my husband for going to orchestra. He would go once a week and I would have a really tough time getting the kids to bed. I would have to work the whole day and then come home 
make dinner and somehow get these, you know, tired kids to bed, which I was not good at. So let's say I was feeling very resentful about this, which I was. So what I would do in this scenario, and I have to confess, I didn't do this at the time. I wasn't so skillful, but I would have waited till I was calm and I would have talked to him about coming up with a solution. Because like I said, when you're calm and you're coming from an energy of, you know, how can we fix this problem? That's when you start seeing solutions. And the funny thing is, oftentimes the solutions are so easy and so simple, but when you're upset and you're resentful, you can't see them. They're like invisible, you know? So let's say I came to him and I was calm. Let's say it was the next night. You know, I wouldn't do it on Monday. So let's say the next day I talked to him and we came up with a solution. Let me give you examples, because at this point, you're probably saying there's no solution. You know, he has his orchestra and unless he gives it up, there's no solution. But coming from a calm place, what if we did this? What if, let's say I knew that Mondays were really, really rough. So let's say he would say to me, okay, Tuesdays, Rena, that night is for you. So Mondays I go out, but Tuesdays you can either go out or if you want, you could just relax and chill and watch TV, which you know is something I don't do often while he takes care of the kids. You see how that would change my resentment? It would be a total 180. And the funny thing is, I don't know about your partner, but my husband is so sweet. And he would probably do that in a second. Like he wouldn't care. But you see, if I came after him and I'm all upset, and I'm resentful, that solution would not come up. It just, it would not be there. Another solution that we could have come up with, see, you thought there were none. And see, this was a hard thing. It may have looked like there were no solutions, but here's another one I'm going to throw out at you. What if instead of coming home at 5.30, what if instead he would come home earlier? Just on Monday nights, maybe he would have to use leave. But what if he came home at, let's say, 5 o'clock and made dinner? So it was one thing I didn't have to do. Or what if he made dinner, let's say, on Sunday for Monday? You see how there could be so many solutions? And like I told you, before I started this work, this would not have come to me. You know, I would just tell him and be upset and we would have a fight. Because when I'm in that resentful energy, I can't think straight. I'm just so angry that these simple solutions that I just threw out to you, they would not be available to me. I wouldn't even think about them because I would just be so stuck. So what do you think? Do you think you can do this for some things that you feel really, really resentful about? Let's review. Let's review what we talked about. So to resolve resentment, I recommend that you first get very clear on the specific things that are making you feel resentful. Because if you just say it's everything, that's not going to help you. 
to move forward, it's definitely easier to think about something in particular you're resentful for because then you can start problem solving. So the next thing you do is you come up with a solution from an attitude of problem solving. You know, here's this problem. How can we fix it without blame, without making a boogeyman, you know, without casting any shadows at people? You come up with a solution from a positive place, a place where you think everything is figure outable. And then you knock them down one by one. You slowly address the things that are making you feel resentful and you come up with solutions. And of course, this is not going to happen overnight. You know, maybe the solution you come up with, maybe it won't work. Maybe you thought something was the core problem and maybe it was something else. So you'll have to play with it. This takes a long time. This is not an overnight fix. But like I told you when we first started, I was not going to give you a band-aid to put over a gunshot wound because resentment is a very real thing and it really gets in the way of your life. It's perhaps one of the biggest things that gets in the way of balance when you're resentful about everything that you have to do. So what I'm showing you here is work. It's work to figure out what is causing the problem. It's work to do this in a way that doesn't ruin relationships. You're not coming at the person, you know, with that angry energy where you just want to, you know, smack them. No, instead, you're coming from a place of fixing things. And that's a very positive place. And the person you're resentful towards, they're most probably going to react in a very positive way, right? Because you're going to have a positive energy. Of course, it's always possible they won't. But if you come in with a negative energy, the chance of them being positive is pretty much almost nothing. So you're really doing this the right way. And I'm very curious how this episode resonated with you. Is this going to be helpful? And I hope it is because what I'm showing here is really the core of what I teach on this podcast. And that is, it's possible to make improvements to your life. It's possible to be better balanced. But to do this, you have to change things. You have to figure out what isn't working and be ready to do things a different way, a better way, and maybe to experiment until you get it, until you figure out, oh, this is going to make life so much easier. And I want to encourage you not to give up. If you try one solution and it doesn't work out, keep going because the reward on the other side is a happier and more balanced life. And that is my ultimate goal for you, to replace that resentment and the frustration with pride and joy in the life you've built and your achievements and to let those resentments go. Not because you're covering them up, but because you fixed the core problems that caused it. 
So my friend, I am wishing you a life filled with better balance. Thank you for listening to this important episode. And I'm looking forward to talking to you next time.